All right, everyone, we have a special guest here, Lewis Rudd, CEO, co-founder of Azelle's Famous Chicken. Very excited to have you here today. Well, thank you, Nick. It's an honor to be here, and thank Appreciate you for it. the opportunity to yeah. come out and share a little bit about Azelle's and learn more about uh, Open City and what you guys do. Nice. Yeah. And 35 years? 35 years. Uh, local, well, I say local, but a brand up in the Seattle area. Yeah, yeah we've been there for 35 years, founded in uh, 1984. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you are originally from East Texas, so what brought you to Seattle? Uh, following my best friend. Growing up as kids in uh, yeah. East Texas, we worked at a place called Brown's Fried Chicken in Marshall, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where we learned the concept, and uh, it became a dream of his, and I bought into the dream, and we migrated out to uh, Seattle. He was in the Coast Guard. He left Browns, went to the Coast Guard. I left a year later, went into the Army. During that time, he would marry my sister, his childhood sweetheart, and right out of high school and moved her out to Seattle, and we started the migration. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, 1984? 1984. 1984. So over the past years, what have you noticed differently in the industry? How has things evolved as else over the years? Well, you know, we're excited right now about being able to transition a fast food concept to more of a fast casual yeah. dining experience and fit into that fast casual space. Yeah. And um, we started out um, really as a grab and go concept, and we always had a great quality product, and so we brought on a gentleman that uh, worked with Cinnabon, Dennis Waldron, and became the CEO of the growth arm of the company. And first thing he observed when he came in was that he said, you guys got a fast casual concept here. You packaging it and presenting it as fast food. He looked at the big batch of dough on the table yeah. for the bread that we bake fresh daily. He looked yeah. at the people peeling the potatoes, defatting the chicken and processing and marinating and all said, from you scratch. know, you need, yes, all from scratch. Yeah. Yes, all from scratch. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how did you kind of transition that brand status of that, sort of that, what he's mentioning, felt fast food, but you guys are really fast casual with, you know, from scratch kitchen? So the first thing that we did was um, went outside the market that we were operating in, picked a new market in a suburban area, picked a larger footprint that we could add seating. Mm-hmm. We opened up the kitchen so that the stainless steel was showing. People could actually see people peeling potatoes and rolling uh, the dough on the table, cutting the bread and seeing the bread coming out the oven. So So when did you guys do that? uh, About five years ago. So you guys are ahead of the times because everyone's kind of trending towards that open kitchen concept where you want to see, at least I love watching Watching, people make the food. Mm -hmm. I I just, like I like people watching. I feel a lot of people love to people watch, but I love to watch people cooking. And I love to set up our watching somebody making a drink. I yeah. love seeing them, how they prepare the food. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. I enjoy that. And, and, and a lot of other people do as well. Yeah. So, you know, coming to conferences like this was also helpful. Yeah. And so uh, this the is, restaurant leadership yeah, conference. restaurant leadership conference is uh, my sixth time here. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's always good information shared, uh, run into good people, meet good people with good ideas yeah. and uh, help to, you know, uh, stay focused on what's uh, taking place in the future, you know, yeah. what's trending. You're mentioning uh, off camera about labor mm-hmm. and labor being one of the challenges today, especially in Seattle. Seattle was mm-hmm. one of the first uh, locations to increase minimum wage. Yeah, the minimum wage hike there was, um, I think we were probably one of the second markets to realize that change. And uh, <clears throat> it had a 
impact on the hierarchy of the employees, how do we deal with uh, the rising cost of labor. And for our concept, we were used to hiring high school kids, mm -hmm. kids with no experience. We bring them in, teach them how to cook chicken and serve it up. Hello, right. welcome to Ezel's, right? Yeah. Didn't need a lot of uh, skills or education for that. And uh, we would give them their first job, help them. But then when the labor market moved on, it became more competitive. And then we would have people that would come in and they would demand more. So now we have to restructure uh, our menu pricing to accommodate for that. We had to start rethinking uh, how we schedule mm -hmm. and the efficiency and all of that. But um, we've managed to maintain still good numbers. And uh, the biggest challenge now, though, is with the market being like it is, finding good qualified help. Right. Yes. Yeah, so with the minimum wage going up and then um, gig economy, Uber and Lyft, it must be pretty challenging finding the right talent and then trying to maintain that aspect. Like, how do you you know, maintain that customer communication or customer engagement, you know, around the clock. It's, it must be pretty tough. Well, you know, fortunately, we're a 35-year-old brand, yeah. so we're not relying too much on uh, new customers to um, define who we are as a brand. Yeah. And so we've been able to incorporate the delivery of a third party like DoorDash. Now we work with DoorDash, and yeah. uh, we've had a great experience with that and uh, being able to grow, and we've had good success year-over-year sales. Yeah. And um, it's really been one of those situations where initially it was concerning that it was gonna be cannibalizing yeah. the existing uh, customer base, but that's not the case. And, uh, and how do you guys view technology? There, like, How do you guys think about technology with a 35-year-old brand? Like, what are you guys looking for uh, from a technology standpoint? How do you kind of implement that to be on brand? Well, it was just two years ago when we finally engaged a social media team to oh, wow. manage our social media or our yeah. marketing, right? Yeah. And we're still looking forward to bringing in an in-house marketing person that's just gonna focus on marketing. And a lot of technology today is centered around marketing, yeah. right? That uh, cyberspace, right? And uh, efficiency and all of that, and whether it's uh, programs where you're onboarding or training, different ones and um, so meeting you Nick right <laughs> you sparked a level of interest I appreciate right it. yeah so I'm looking forward to the day that we can implement your program yeah right so that my sister who manages all of the incoming inquiries and complaints and yeah. questions that she's bogged down with that as opposed to really being able to focus on catering. Yeah, because so, she runs catering. Right, she and runs so catering. And so a lot of people are emailing catering around, as you mentioned, the complaints or yeah. other information. Mm. Uh, so now her inbox is filled and she might miss a catering right. job because she's busy answering these you know, mundane questions, which yeah. is really interesting. So through Open City, we want to be able to open that up, <laughs> right? <laughs> we want to open the city up for everybody to get their- We're best friend. Right. Yeah. We want to get the it. city opened up yeah, so like that it. they can all get their inquiries <laughs> answered and addressed and free mail up so she can focus on just catering, yeah. right? And uh, building that catering uh, market, which is a huge market out there and an opportunity in itself. But uh, that's- well, Why one is catering important to you guys? You know, we have a product, one, that travels very well, yeah. and the value proposition, 
is very uh, good. Yeah. And there's just a huge opportunity in the Seattle market for some great catering, and we yeah. have some of the best product out there. Well, I can't wait to get to Seattle because you're mentioning a sweet potato pie. Oh, man. That I've never had that yeah. I need to try. Man, we're in there peeling those yams. I can't you wait. You notice I said yams. I didn't say you sweet potatoes. You didn't say sweet potatoes. You say yams. Yeah. Yams. But that's how we we use yams for our sweet potato pies. And uh, they're baked fresh daily on the premises. And, uh, yeah, I can't I wait like you come on. Feed you like family. Favorite side item? Because I feel like sides are really important. Potato salad. Potato salad. Potato salad. We're looking forward to one day when you're going to be able to go into your nearest grocery store. Yeah. Whole Foods or whatever, and get some Ezel's potato salad. I love it. I'll be looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, real potatoes for the mashed potatoes and gravy. That one sometimes we have visiting teams for the sports teams like the Huskies or the Seahawks. Yeah. The visiting teams coming into town and we fix their post meals for them. We always try to discourage them from getting the mashed potatoes and gravy because it doesn't travel as well. Yeah. But it's a great it's so product good. though. Oh, yes, man. yes, yes. Well, I'm getting hungry, man. I can't wait to get to Seattle. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting and greeting you up there and feeding you like family. I can't wait. I can't wait. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, thank yeah. you for your time. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate the opportunity.